Shalom Aleichem, dear friends, we are continuing with the Haggadah Shal Pesach. Next Shlav is Karpas. We're discussing again all the different foods, all the different things that are present. So here we have a very unusual mitzvah. Again, a mitzvah der Abonin, um, but here is the mitzvah in it is not so much the food, as you see, we're, we're not going to be making um, a, a brocha of Alachilas Karpas, um, but the mitzvah is to be Mishana, the Seder of the Suda. That's how the Gemara explains it, all the Rishonim explain it. Machlek is which one is the, which, which, which vegetable that we eat is the Iker, which one is not the Iker. But the point is that what we want to have a situation is, we want to have a situation of doing something unusual in a way where you, you eat vegetables before the Suda, and then you're going to be eating vegetables again in the middle of the Suda, and that makes for a Shinui Haseder, a deviation from the normalcy. And the... The Gemara says the why is this done? This is done so that the children should ask questions. What, what, what's going on over here? Manishtana, right? They're supposed to arouse the questions of Manishtana. Uh, and uh, and, and uh, if someone does ask such a question, then, the, then you, fulfill the, you fulfill the obligation of arousing the curiosity for with the night. So the, the question obviously is what is... What is the answer to such a question? Meaning, if, if the whole question is, why are you doing things out of order? Meaning, it depends on the child's question, what the answer is going to be. If the child's question is, why are we dipping the, the vegetable over here into salt water? Okay, fine, then you can tell them about the tears. But it's clear in the Gemara that the thing that arises, arouses the curiosity of the child is not that. Because they used to dip their vegetables into water and maybe with salt... Um, anyway, that was that's just tasty that way, right? The the question that's supposed to be prompted with this with the carpas uh, in conjunction with the morrow later is why are we doing things out of order in the suda? That's the question. So 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 the question so then what's the answer? Um, the the ramchal. Uh, in Otsros, Ramchal, and Parshas Yisro, as well as the Leshem and others, all explain that the unique thing that happened on the Leil of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was called, what well, was called the the, all the, uh, the, the there was a a breakage in the Seder, in the, in the regular order of the spiritual developments of something, how one usually grows is level by level by level. Meaning uh, that just like a child first learns to walk, and then afterwards learns to I don't know, do math, and then afterwards it learns to... Um, you know, write creative essays or whatever it may be, right? There's a, there's a progression of the development. So too, there, there should be a, a progression of development in the spiritual sense of people who are in the 49th level of Tuma, 
So it's going to be some serious gear of work to get them to stop doing some of the bad things, and then and then little by little, and then you get them to yeshiva, and then and then you get them to work on themselves a little bit more, and then eventually, 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 they'll become talmidei chachamim be'ezus Hashem. But it's a, it's a gradual step by step process. Here, there's a shidud marachas. There's a, the whole order of, of of the of the influx of mochin of the spiritual energy coming into Kalsel was all completely um, deviated and, uh, and and changed so that uh, to the point that, that the, even with the meal we have a, a, a breakage in the order of how things are going that we have the the vegetables coming out now and, and then, or the other way around is coming out later so if, if things are out of order there's a breakage in the order um, to indicate that the geula of Mitzrayim was not a uh, uh, progression of spiritual developments the way that we're used to the way that people would expect but rather there was this unbelievable skyrocketing where everything was coming at once so to over here Things are coming out of order to represent that. Okay. Yachatz. So Yachatz, breaking the matzah in half. Um, obviously, the breakage of the matzah, Chazal say that just like an onion um, eats his matzah, his bread, when it's not whole, he doesn't eat a nice whole sandwich, he eats a leftover, he eats a piece, uh, a broken off portion, so too, that's what, that's what um, our matzah is supposed to be, so we're making a yachatz, we'll talk about that uh, a little bit more in a second, uh, on the ha-lach-ma'anya, ha-lach-ma'anya, the ochlu of a son the mitzrayim, very, very difficult, we have here a massive Machlekes, Machlekes Rishonim, Machlekes Kadmonim, Machlekes Achronim. What is the symbolism of the Matzah? We said earlier, Lefi the Maral, the Vilnagon, many others. The Matzah represents the Geula, the salvation. Like the Pasuk says clearly that you should eat Matzahs, because when, on the... On the Morning when we left Mitzrayim, we left so quickly that there was no time for them to bake bread, and uh, that's why we had matzahs. So the matzah represents that that unbelievable speed of salvation that one couldn't imagine. Even today, with all the helicopters and everything, they could never evacuate six hundred thousand grown men and all their families in such a lightning speed. There was an unbelievable level of miracle of the Geula that happened. So, uh, so that's on the one hand, so the Matzah represents this freedom, like we spoke about, the Geula. On the other hand, over here, we have a declaration that this is the Lachma Anya, the Achlu of Hasana, Bar the Mitzrayim. And it doesn't mean on the morning when we were leaving, that would not be called that we ate this bread in Egypt. Because we didn't even eat it in Egypt, we we quickly grabbed it. It baked on the way, and it was something that we were eating, um, you know, during the Exodus, during during the leaving. So that would not be a very powerful answer. So so it seems to be saying, like many Rishonim say, 
this is the other side of the Machlaikas, is that the Mitzrayim had a habit of feeding their Avodim matzah bread because it would last longer. Uh, Chomets is very appetizing, it's easily digested. person eats it and, uh, and then that's it. Uh, it goes through the system fairly quickly. Matzah is like a rock that just sits there and little by little, little by little, is digested. So if you're looking to minimize on how much you're going to be feeding your slave and how much he's going to be taking time off from work for eating, for going to the bathroom, matzah is, is, is good. Matzah is a cheap, easy way of making bread without all the fancy leavening process, without all the fancy making of breads. You don't need a sara ofim for this uh, to be in charge of the baking process. So, so we have this. We have this contra. We have this conflict. Uh, a, a beautiful mahalach that the Vilna Gon takes is the Vilna Gon explains that the matzah represents the spiritual quality of, like we said, of Klausrel being in a state of freedom. So that lofty, high state of being is when it is Bishlemuso, when matzah is in its proper state, when Klausrel are in their proper state, when we are in uh, uplifted, spiritual, connected reality, then, then it, it represents Gula. But it can also have a state of, it's a dual existence, it can also have a state of being lacking, Something very lofty, very spiritual, can also easily fall into a state of lackiness. Which means to say, for example, truma, which is a very holy food, uh, and uh, very lofty. Um, but if it's touched by tuma, so it becomes, on the contrary, it becomes very, very lowly. It, the, the, low, the higher something is, the more potential there is to be, to be degraded. Um, I mean, it's, it's not easy to be lofty. Uh, it's, it's easy to be to be regular, to be average, to be to be uh, to be a Volkswagen. Uh, but 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 to be a Ferrari, that is very difficult to be Ferrari. And and, and uh, uh, you know uh, the the analogy that with the uh, the the Guru was working on in the beginning of the Sefer, he talks about this a lot. Is um, you know, if you have a hammer. So even if it's not perfect, it is not yet finished. It's missing some of the finishing touches. Uh, it doesn't have the or a piece broke off. You can still more or less use the hammer, and not not much different over there. You just need a heavy piece of metal at the end of a stick. And even if the stick is missing, if you just take the piece of metal in your hand, you can hit something with it. You also get something out of it. Machine cane, a very sophisticated thing like a computer, let's say, one little tiny wire out of place, the whole thing doesn't work. It means any lack makes it the whole thing is broken. And that's why, and in a broken state, it's, a, it's downtrodden, it's an ony, it's, it's low. So that's what Klausel were. Klausel are meant to be memleches koinim v'goy kaddish. We're supposed to be very, very, very high. But as long as we were not in that state, we were yet unfinished, unperfected. So the other way around, we were, we were like a computer still missing some key component, so it's totally... Without function, it's 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 onion. It's 
it's totally lacking. It's it's uh, not it has no greatness to it at all. It means a Jew who is not connected to Hashem is broken in a very fundamental way. Uh, uh, a non-Jew who only has seven mitzvahs of Noach, so it means that the level of eloku- of of expression of, to connection to spirituality to elokus to divinity is a lot lower. So there, even if it's broken, and let's say he's not keep, keeping seven mitzvahs, but he's still more or less okay. But if the breakage is in a, in a Jew who has 630 mitzvahs, either a breakage, or it hasn't yet been finished at the plant, which was the case with Klausel and Mitzrayim, we were not yet uh, fully done. So then, it's completely broken, it's totally useless. So here we go. So now, Lefidus, so Lefidus, the Vilnagon, Vilna the explanation is very beautiful. The Vilnagon says, Ha, Lachma Anya, this bread is currently in a state of anise, of, of poverty. And this is the same thing that we're eating in, in, Eretz, in, in, Eretz, in Eretz Mitzrayim. Means, this bread, which is matzah, is in a state of breakage. It's currently, now that I've done Yachatzant, I've broken it. Matzah could be in a state of Shlemus. You could have a Shalei matzah. But this matzah is a, is a broken matzah. It's in a state of, of Chisarin. And this is the similar type of a chisaron that we're in today. Is a similar type of a chisaron that we were in back then in Mitzrayim. Which means what? That we didn't have Hashem in a revealed state with us. We didn't have Melach Mashiach. We didn't have Eretz Yisrael. We didn't have all those miles. Uh, so the Gon explains further that Ha Lachma Anya is that Matzah. The key letter in the matzah is the hay, and if that hay becomes a ches, then it go, comes from being matzah to being chometz. Meaning, if you rearrange the letters, it's the same letters: mem, tzadi, hay is matzah, and chometz is ches, mem, tzadi. So as long as so if the hay becomes a ches, then instead of being matzah, you have chometz, and there's a lot, lot very deep things that the Gon says on this. We'll keep it simple. All we're going to say is that matzah, in its perfected state, its fixed up state, is the hay. That's the ha. But the hay could be, that's, I mean, the word hay kind of represents as a placeholder for matzah. The ha. Lachma anya. It's currently in a state of unease. It's currently in a state of poverty. And there's an unbelievable remnant to this. That the letter hey, there's different ways you could write the letter hey. Uh, it's either a dalit with a little yud inside, or it's a dalit with a little vav inside. So the gons goes with the, uh, currently with this explanation with a vav inside there, a little vav. So if the little vav falls away, so then instead of a hey, you have a dalit. And the letter dalit is from a language of dal, of poor, impoverished. So that that's the word Ani, Ani and Dal are synonyms. They're, they're, they both mean a poor person. So, the Ha'alachma'anya, this bread, is a bread of poverty because the Vav fell out from the hay and it became a Dal. It became a Dal, it became impoverished. What does the Vav represent? The Vav always represents the letter of Das. Vav is the Vav Hachibur, the Vav of connection. If I want to connect to words, I put a Vav in between. It's the ability to connect to desperate concepts uh, that I could do that with a vav vav a chibur, and that's what das is das connects 
two things and finds the balance between them, finds the connection between them. So if a person is missing das, which is what Klausel were missing, is what Klausel are missing, is the ability to connect spirituality to our lives. So then the matzah, which is a lofty spiritual bread, a bread representing freedom, you can only be free, you can only be a ben Horan if you have das. If you have an ability to live with your spiritual Chochman Bina, if you have the ability to connect those two concepts to your world, so you could be a Ben Horn. Right? Like, like uh, we know that Kalasol came to Harsina and we received the Luchos, which are described as being Harus al Luchos. It was chiseled out. Rashi points out that chiseled is a strange word, Harus, over there. So, Chazal Darshan. That ain't like a ben chorin el misha osik b'torah, someone who's learning Torah. That's a ben chorin, someone who who is connected to the spiritual world. That that person is free. He's not. You can't subjugate that person. The in the call here we had the schus of having Rav Yosef Mandelevich come some years back speak to us about his refusing days in the Russian gulag where he broke the Russians. They couldn't break him, he broke them. Because he was a f- truly free man. No matter where they put him, no matter what they do with him, he was connected to Hashem. He was able to, he davened. He was learning, reviewing things in his mind. He was free. He was a, he was a true Ben Horn. So that's what the Matzah is supposed to represent. It's supposed to represent, like the Maral explains, the Matzah represents... Pshitus, simplicity, uh, something that's poshit, is not connected to anything else like we spoke about uh, two shurim ago. It's something that is it's by itself. It doesn't need anything else. It doesn't, it doesn't have any other connection to anything. So it means the, I am who I am. It's another, and it's not impacted at all by, by anything outside. But a person is missing that, so what's left of the hay is the dalad, is the, is the impoverished. And the Golan explains that that there's uh, four different types of impoverishment. Person could be hungry. Person could be lacking in essential needs, in essential things that he needs: roof, um, heat, um, you know, covered whatever whatever things that a person needs, clothing. Uh, then a person could be lacking in. Uh, uh, a permanent place to be, uh, which means someone who's on the derech, someone who's j- j- traveling, and he has a lot of money, but he's uh, he's uh, deta- he's uprooted. He doesn't have a makom. He doesn't have a place. So that's uh, being on the derech, and then finally is to be to be enslaved. Uh, there's no there's a type of a poverty. He's, he he has food, he has clothing, he has a shelter. He's in one place, but he doesn't have an ability to express himself. That's also a type of a poverty. He doesn't have an ability to uh, for self-determination. So that's what the Gon says over here. That we say, And now anyone who experiences one of these four poverties, called the coffee, and anyone who's hungry, let him come and eat. So that's that's the first part of that poverty, hungry. Called the Tzarech, Anyone who needs, anyone who needs any of the missiles of the night, let him come. And and participate for the mitzvahs of the night. That's a person who is who is an evyon, a person who doesn't who lacks things that he needs. In this case, it's not clothing or 
shelter, but it's, he lacks mitzvahs that he needs. And then we can clear, continue, continue, this year we're here, which means we're bederich, we're, we're in exile, we're far away from home, we're, even though we've been here for thousands of years already, but we're, we're, we're sojourners, we're, we're travelers. Lishana haba. But Barry the Israel skip that one. Hashta Avdi. Right now we're we're avodim, we're, we're subjects of a foreign kingdom. That's the final type of poverty to be subject, to be avodim, to be subservient to others. Lashana haba bnechorn. And then the goal explains. So so we've drawn this unbelievable parallel that just like back then, their matzah was also. Dala, their, their hay was missing the Vav Achibur, the Das, and they were in a state of impoverishment. And their impoverishment was in all four areas of being hungry and being lacking and being exiles and being subjugated. So it seems to be we have all the same things. We also are currently in that state. Halach Ma'anya, with this broken bread, this bread that I'm about to, that, that we're going to partake in. That's the same thing they had. Says the Gom, but there's a fundamental difference. Since we went through Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, since Hashem and His unbelievable mercy performed that miraculous Yitzhiyah for us, so we are completely guaranteed. Uh, we know that there's going to be a Geula Hasida. It's not just a situation of, we are essentially Bnei Chor, just practically we're, we're here. But essentially, we have a land of Israel, and we are essentially Bnei Chor, and that's why we say, but you should know it's different this year. You know why? Because th- right now we're here, right now we're exiles, but Lishana Haba, we're going to be in Eretz Yisrael. And right now, we are Avadim, but Lishana Haba, we're going to be Bnei Chorin, Bez Hashem, Bez Hashem, the Geula Asida should be very, very close, and... Uh, and we should be Zohar to experience it together with the Simchat Suma. And sing, be Zohar to celebrate Pesach with the Karim Pesach, with the Beis HaMikdash. Bekarov Be'amin.